You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode four of Holistic Business Matters. I'm your host Helen Harding and today we're talking about creating workshops for your CAM practice. They're a fabulous way to add a different service and attract a different income stream for your business. And they can come in all different shapes and sizes from online to in-depth to taster sessions. They're great for your business because they can be created pretty quickly and really efficiently. And they offer your clients an alternative way to work with you which is a great way to build a community around the services you provide. And also they offer a specific outcome for the people that are taking part. So what's not to love? The difference between, say, doing a workshop and running a training is the workshop, people get to do things. It's very hands-on. So it could be cooking, it could be creating a vision board, it could be making some sort of products or face creams or hand creams or something. If they're not actually doing something, then you're inviting them to a class or a lecture. So that's the difference. A workshop is very hands-on. They create something, they do something. A lecture is where they learn something and then go away and do it themselves. And there are many different ways of actually creating and delivering workshops. So here are a few to get you thinking about what you could do. Taster workshops are a really good way of introducing someone to your work, but an affordable price. You'd pick a specific problem that's relevant to the people that you're working with and then create a way of delivering a small win to them within a workshop environment. The good thing about these is your client both gets to experience you, how you approach things, the way you work, as well as achieving something in the process. And it's a really good stepping stone for people that want to test the water before they fully commit to working with you. So taster sessions are a really good idea. You can go to the opposite end of the scale and offer really in-depth workshops as well. These are a much bigger version and you're going to be able to help people achieve much more in this environment. It will still be addressing a specific problem or challenge or issue your clients are having and in a very practical way, but it will go much more in depth. And they can be over a day, over a weekend or even longer, depending on what you're working with and who you're working with. The thing is, is you need to provide your clients something of value that they complete by the end of it. That's the whole point of a workshop. They need to be very practical and they need to have completed something by the end. When you're doing in-depth workshops, a word of warning though is try and keep things simple. Don't fall into the trap of over-delivering. I've done it. I think back to some of the first workshops that I ran and I just wanted to give everyone everything that I could. And I think I've probably overwhelmed people. 
I've learned over the years that keeping things as simple as possible is much more useful because people are likely to take it away and put it into practice and do it and get the results. Collaborative workshops are really good ideas as well because one, you get to work with other practitioners so you can split the costs of them and you can support each other to set them up. But also you get access to each other's client groups. It's a good way of giving you the opportunity to get more work and reach a wider audience, build relationships with other practitioners. And also they can be really good fun. And you can provide the people that are attending with a much broader set of skills. So, for example, one of my friends who is a Pilates teacher who specialises in rehabilitation, she teamed up with a medical herbalist and they ran a workshop between them on joint health. And they've got very, very different approaches, but they complemented each other brilliantly and they're now planning to do other ones because it went so well. You can create online workshops. Technology has given us so many opportunities that we can use to reach a far wider audience. So you don't have to just deliver these workshops for your local area. You can reach people anywhere in the world now. The online workshops can be produced in the same time frame as a normal workshop. And as long as you plan the day out and you let people know what they're doing, they can run just as easily. Yes, you're going to have to get your head around the technology. It's so easy and so accessible today. So it's well worth considering what online workshops you can do. A great idea is to run workshops for peer groups. That could be a group of friends or it could be a group of mums or it could be neighbours. Just a group that have similar challenges and they would love to find out about the solutions you can provide. So a nutritionist could work with mums to help them create really great healthy eating plans for kids. A mindfulness practitioner could go into an office and help the office group in how to do mindfulness meditation and de-stress at lunchtime. A medical herbalist could teach a group of friends how they can create traditional remedies from the items they have in their store cupboard. So there are lots of different things that you can do for peer groups too. You could also look at the workshops you could run for your colleagues. We're all unique, we all have different skills and you'll find some of your colleagues are really technical, others aren't. Some are super organised, others aren't. So look at the skills that you have that your colleagues admire that you could support them with by teaching them how to do it. What workshop could you run? So an NLP practitioner could teach somebody how to use language to support working with clients. If you're really organised, you could teach people how to set up systems to make their businesses run really smooth. Have a think about what it is you're good at and what people are always asking you for help with because there could be a really good idea for a workshop for you. You could run workshops on behalf of other businesses. Whose businesses customers would really benefit from what you do? It's another form of collaboration where you're running a workshop for their people, but actually their people also getting to know you, which is a really good bonus. So an example of this would be something like 
running a workshop for your local health food store on foods that boost your immune system. Conferences often have workshops running alongside them. So check out the conferences that you attend and work out, could you offer a workshop to that conference that would be really good for the people visiting? So there are a few ideas of the types of workshops you can run. So have to think about what one would suit you best, but also look for inspiration on the topics that you can create workshops on. So we've named a few as we've gone through this podcast, but a really good starting point is to think about the questions that your clients ask you. What are you always being asked about? Because these are the things they need help with. And if you can create a workshop from those questions to provide a solution for those questions, it's going to be really useful. Have a look at other workshops that are being offered, both inside of your profession and outside, because you can use these as inspiration to really find a great idea for a workshop for your practice. So here are a few ideas to get you thinking. Nurturing healthy relationships. Creating seasonal remedies from your garden. Self-care for stressed professionals. We all know a few of those. You could look at creating a winning mindset to improve your golfing game. Building confidence. Finding calm in the chaos of life. Foraging and making lunch from your gatherings. How to create a vision board. Herb walks and making remedies. What about mindfulness for beginners? How to have good posture when you're working at a computer all day. Avoiding that afternoon slump, how you can get great energy. Using coaching for a herbal medicine practice. How to create a personalised morning routine. Now these all ideas have all come from workshops I've seen or heard about or talked about with clients. So have a think about what it is that would make a great workshop for you and a great workshop for your clients, because they are going to add a way of introducing you to new audiences. They'll also add another income stream to your business, and that's going to help you to be sustainable. I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast and for a full blog post on this topic and the show notes and any links that are useful to you, Head over to the website, which is helenharding.co.uk forward slash podcast four. And if you enjoyed this show, please subscribe and take a few minutes to leave me a review. It would be brilliant because that's going to help to get this podcast out there and reach more practitioners and help them to thrive because the world needs us. Until next time, take care and I'll speak to you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches, and therapists, and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.